Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Hey, 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 welcome back to the podcast. Oh my goodness, it's December 1st, 2021, and We're coming up on a very special day. Our podcast anniversary is December 3rd. So I'm going to try. I know I've probably been saying this. Y'all been like, just saying, stop lying. I'm going to try to, okay, put out a podcast every single day this month because that's how I started the podcast, to be honest with you. I'm going to do my best to put out three episodes at least a week, but I'm going to try to do 31 episodes straight. So this one is going to be how to stress less. All right. These are general tips that can be really helpful any time of year, but obviously during the holiday season, you know, stress can be increased dealing with in-laws, family members, siblings, work, grief, so many different things. And that's what I want to do this holiday season. I would love to get some feedback from you on what episodes you would like for me to record, because that's going to help me be able to create 31 episodes, is feedback from you. So go ahead and text FREEDOM to 702-829-5260. Text FREEDOM to 702-829-5260. And that way we can have a chat. You can let me know what episodes you want me to record, and we can go ahead and get this ball rolling. So let's dive right in because you know I like to keep it straight to the point. Okay. We've got three tips to start off with because we don't want you to be overwhelmed. One of the common themes I'm seeing in my sessions, both coaching and counseling, is this feeling of overwhelm. Just too many things on the plate, not sure how to organize, figure it out, keep it straight, all of that fun stuff. And so I want to share these three quick tips so that you're able to understand how to stress less. This does not mean that the stressors will be gone. I repeat, this does not mean the stressors will be gone, but your ability to handle them will increase. So the first one, which is counterproductive, it feels like the wrong thing to do is to slow down. I'm telling you though, when you practice this habit of slowing down, when everything is moving really fast, it gives you a sense of calm, stillness, and peace of mind. So slowing down can look like a few different things. It might be slowing down, especially at night and in the morning, because a lot of people say, oh, I wish I had a better morning routine. I don't know how to stick to one. It never seems to work for me. And honestly, your morning routine starts at night. So if you want to learn more about morning routines, again, text FREEDOM 702-829-5260 and let me know that that's a topic you want me to cover because morning routines, nighttime routines are my jam. So slowing down at night, I know you've heard this before, but I'm going to have to beat a dead horse, is to cut off the screen time at a certain time. Give yourself at least 10, 15, 20, 30, 45, 60 minutes would be great to be off of screens Take the light halfway down and use candles or at least just dimmer light than, you know, 100% and create some kind of nighttime ritual that helps you to go into your sleep with more intention with whatever it is that you want your sleep to do. One of the journaling exercises that I do is that at night, I will write down what I want my sleep to do for me. If I don't write it down, then I'll think about it when I'm being intentional. This is not all the time, okay? I'm not perfect. But when I remember and when I know I need to make it happen, 
when I'm going to lay down and sleep, I'm thinking about how restful I want my sleep to be, how I want to wake up energized and grateful. Because honestly, I typically wake up ungrateful and not excited to get out of bed because I really enjoy my bed. Um, but when I do my nighttime routine of slowing down, journaling, you know, taking time to really enjoy my, my bath time or whatever the case may be, my self-care, my sleep ends up being so much better, which means I wake up feeling so much better. So slowing down in the morning looks like making sure you wake up early enough to give yourself time to be with yourself. It may not be three hours. I'm not asking you to wake up at 5 a.m. because Lord knows I ain't doing it myself. But you want to give yourself enough leeway so that you're not in a frenzy trying to just throw on different pairs of socks and run out the door. Slow down. It's a kindness you can do for yourself. It's an act of compassion and courtesy when you give yourself enough time to be able to recharge, to focus on yourself. Even if someone else is asking you to do something, other people will try to put their urgency on you as an emergency. You get to make a choice and decide whether you're going to accept it or not. So that kind of leads me to the next tip, which is practicing self-compassion, okay? We have a great sense of how to extend compassion and kindness to other people a lot of the time. However, when it comes to turning that inward, a lot of the time we struggle because we don't know how to do it, or we never got a chance to practice it, or we never saw anyone else do it, so we don't know how to do it. And so in this stage, in this season of your life, it would be a great skill for you to hone to learn how to practice more self-compassion. What does that mean? Giving yourself credit where it's due, patting yourself on the back for your accomplishments, being more kind in the way that you talk about yourself, even if it's just in your head. And and just do an experiment. Do it for one day. Do it for five days or seven days and reevaluate how you feel at the end of that. No one said, if you want to go back to beating yourself up, baby, go ahead, do that in seven days, live your best life, but do an experiment at least to see if it changes anything. If we don't have a replacement for the things that are already going on, then we're going to default to, right? The original, which it's not the original because we come into the world abundantly, but we're going to default to the conditioning and the coding that we've received. So just like a flat tire, which I talk about all the time, if you get a flat You have to take the tire off and you have to replace it with a donut at least, if not a full on new tire. If we're going to practice more self-compassion, we have to replace beating ourselves up with encouragement, motivation, inspiration. Now, the last tip, okay, may be really challenging, but it's asking for help. I know it's hard because I personally have struggled. I'm going to say I don't struggle now. I'm I'm going I'm not going to claim that I struggle now, okay? I'm I'm trying to be better. I have struggled with asking for help. Maybe it's because we're scared someone's going to say no. Maybe we think they're going to reject us. Maybe they think they're going to we're going to be looking stupid. Maybe they think maybe we think that, you know, someone's going to think we're incompetent or, you know, weak or whatever it is. But the most successful, fulfilled, happy, healthy people on the planet do what? They ask for help. So if it's asking for help of a family member, if it's asking for help of a coworker or a boss, if it's asking for help of, you know, a stranger sometimes, what would it look like 
to obviously also vet who you're asking for help from because guess what? We can ask the wrong people for help, right? Sometimes we get into a habit of asking the wrong people for help. People who have a track record of rejecting us or of you know not being able to meet our need or be reliable. That is not something that we want to continue to do. We want to be able to identify the right people to ask help of, a counselor, a coach, whatever the case may be, so that we can get assistance, which might be just a conversation. It might be a recommendation. You know, it might be actual support or something like that as far as like, can you help me pull that glass down from the highest shelf? I'm 5'2", so I'd be needing some support unless I got my stool around, right? And so how can you start integrating these three things, right? Let's recap. Slowing down, practicing self-compassion, and asking help into our daily lives. It may feel uncomfortable if you haven't practiced it before. It may feel scary because we don't know how people are going to react. And it might be foreign because we've never gotten a chance to see anyone else do it or to learn how to do it on a regular basis ourselves. But in order to stress less and be less overwhelmed, especially during the holiday season, I highly suggest at least experimenting and trying these out and then letting me know. Take a screenshot of this podcast episode. Go ahead and tag me in your story. Send me a DM at Jacense Gems. The link should be in the show notes. I love being able to connect with y'all. Please leave a review if you have enjoyed this episode and text FREEDOM to 702-829-5260. And I'll talk to you hopefully tomorrow, Gems. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.